Yeah. Static. Then motherfuckers have it. Rubbing on the money, keep my ass kicked before I get into the last year of Pac's life. I want to tell you a rare story before he got famous, just as he's breaking out at the best times of Pac's life. And this is still why he's on the public enemy tour. Though he's got some rare music back in the background. Um, unprofessional, I know. It's 5 to 2 in the morning, and I'm up and alive. That's all I've got to say. So backstage on the Public Anymore tour, Tupac heard a rumour that somebody broke into the Public Enemy dressing room. Oh, we've gone past this bit, haven't we? I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Oh, here we go. It's bits of reading. Very rare stuff that not many people know about. In New York, this is when he went to New York, Tupac and Digital Underground had dinner with a talent agent from William Morrison Talent Agency and Money B was invited to audition for the lead role in the movie Juice. However, a tag along stole the. Sorry, um. Take three. Back on tour. This shot, right, that was where I was up to. Here's Shaq G with Pac. Looks all dude up like he's made it. Like he's got money now off the same song LP. And um, I think he's recording two packlets now at the time. Shock G dressed in white and his Humpty Hump gear. White Al Capone kind of hat. And there's Pat with his fade still. With rocking loads of gold all around his neck. Looking happy. Back on tour. Another out of control water fight. Tupac got kicked out of an upscale New York hotel. Hot and bothered and socky, soggy. Tupac had sex with British rapper Moni Love on the tour bus. Because I don't curse. I just fucked a bitch on the tour bus. Too short. Too short round for you. It's all only about us. Because I fucked a bitch on the tour bus. The too short fucked a lot of bitches on the tour bus and that's what I'm gonna be motherfucking doing so British rapper Moni Love never heard of him um, might start listening to him gangster British rap was about um, in the 80s um, yeah there was a lot of rap even there's a rapper from Manchester called Mindbomb uh, back in the early 90s from uh Wivenshaw, um, a really good rapper, um, my mate played for me, um, a while ago, it's actually quite, um, looks are very real, pretty underground, I'll check out on YouTube, it's called Mindbomb, um, back in the day music, Mindbomb, and there's these rap groups from Brixton, um, with ski masks on, 
that were like gangster rappers back in the day from the UK. But anyway, back on to this. Tupac was going off his own tag meant. He really would never stick to the game plan and would always do something different his way. We were upstairs in New York playing a show at some big college and had these really outrageous water gun fights. Going on with the other acts on the tour, we had became very friendly with other artists, already established artists like Cream Latifah, whom we toured a lot because she was on our record label, Tommy Boy Records. Digital Underground got to know her crew very well. Queen Latifah's crew spawned the likes of Trigger Tretch, Naughty by Nature, and she had single out with British rapper Moni Love called Ladies First. Touring with Queen Latifah, a big female artist at the time, was a very cool thing. Tom Silverman, CEO of Tommy Boy Records, in a Humpty Nose. This is my real nose, it's the Humpty Nose. And the Humpty Humpty Nose. We're all having this nice hotel, having a very serious water gun fight. I didn't know you could have a serious water gun fight. Um. Even as a kid, I never thought water gun fights were serious. Uh, and the Digital Underground crew had a very specific strategic game plan worked out, but Tupac decided to go off and do his own thing like Pac do, taking the fight through the hallways of the hotel, shooting everyone we saw. We were getting crazy, but Pac was always took it far. And got real crazy. He went off on a tagging by himself. And was cornered by Queen Latifah's crew. They picked him up and dropped him on his head. This was something Pac was personally getting very tired of. So Pac lost it. And somewhere in the heart of battle. Pac got busted by the hotel security force. Relieved of his weapon. And booted out of the hotel. He had to go sleep on our tour bus and ended up sleeping in the back with Moni Love nursing his wounds. On the occasion, Tupac's homecoming to Brooklyn, his Tupac's in the limo there throwing up a sign. And he's on stage uh, doing sets packet with loads of nice bitches. Yeah, so on the occasion, Tupac, Brooklyn. Digital Underground went in limos to what we were told was Tupac's family reunion. It turned out to be a New York Black Panther party reunion. There's um, Humpty Hump on the piano and a uh, black suit and a uh, black elk bone hat. New York was always a real treat. Every time we went there, something real special would happen. This particular trip was no different. In an earlier tour, we had met Trigger Tretch and his crew from Naughty by Nature. Pac had brought them all up to our hotel room. We could come hang out with these kids and the whole New York crowd. 
To our surprise, a lot of these kids were still out there hustling, doing dirt. I remember one night after we all got kicked it in a hotel room, Tretch and Naughty by Nature and Pac were all talking about hitting a grocery store right outside a hotel. Like planning to do an armed robbery. I ended up giving them money so they wouldn't have to do that shit. The next night, Tretch came back. It was all good. We were hanging out and Digital Underground figured it would be cool to go with Pac to his family reunion. And Tretch came along. There's Pac still in his fade in the, on stage with Tretch, very close friend of Pac. We got on the limos and rode from the swank spot in Manhattan all the way across the town from wherever to Brooklyn. I'm a California boy. I've never seen apartments built so high in the air. I mean shit built up so high in the air that the highways run through it. As soon as we arrived, it was all love. Different people were stepping to us. Pac was really happy because this was a celebration of his homecoming. Digital Underground was being introduced to everyone and everyone was being introduced as brother this, brother that, sister this, sister that. Slowly, the manager of Digital Underground and I sat back and figured out what this Black Panther Party reunion was all about. Pac's family were Black Panthers and we didn't know that. It was an incredible thing. I had grown up around Oakland Black Panthers back in the Bay, but to meet the New York branch of Panthers was incredible. Pac had little girl cousins and they were cool until they started wanting to take my jewelry. They weren't playing this serious. They wanted my jewelry. These little fucks wanted my novelty rings and jewelry and these girls were having their eyes on my jewelry. Pac's little girl cousins became very aggressive and tried to relieve me of my personal shit. But it was all good. We fucking partied, danced and ate. We had been playing arenas, the biggest shit in the world in the middle of all that. We're at Tupac's family reunion in a one bedroom park in Brooklyn and it was the shit. It was the dopest, not words that come out of my mouth, of the little house party type shit. We had really good time and my memories of New York and Brooklyn, Brooklyn are very fond. I remember it made a lot to pack to go back home. A winner. There's Pac in Brooklyn um, with a sheet in his hand making it at the Joel, no, is it Joel Lewis Arena a couple of weeks later in Detroit, Michigan where the spot where the crowd screamed on Tupac for wearing fake gold ropes. Tupac had res been restrained because he was going crazy at the people saying these gold ropes were fake and he was about to attack the audience. Tupac was flashy and we all know that he's wearing all his bandanas and all his jewelry all the time he liked all the latest and flyish shit but this was the time before Tupac hit it big and made all his money he had jewelry on but it wasn't all necessarily real just like my jewelry isn't my yin and yang rings ain't gold or um, silver or my chains ain't silver the pendants cost about five ten pounds i'll tell it right now you know see me with jewelry the fucking fake jewelry 
think I've got money to buy real silver and fucking gold. I've got quite a lot of rings and all that. Uh, Satan ring, pentagram ring, all that shit, but I love all that shit, but they're, they're cheap shit, but I'm satisfied. I don't give a fuck whether they're real or gold, it doesn't matter. He had loads of chains, rings and all kinds of stuff. Unfortunately for Pac, Detroit was a very hard town. Oh, don't I fucking know. A tough fucking town, but very fly. Like super fly. We didn't exactly know how it got started, but Pac ended up in a yelling match from the wings of the stage and it got very heated. By the time Digital Underground walked up, Pac was very emotional. The crowd had accused Pac Julia of being fake and were talking shit and saying they were going to come down and beat his ass. So we pulled him backstage and told him to forget all that shit because of what was said next. I know to this day that in the movie Juice, Tupac was playing himself. Uh, that doesn't really make much sense to me. There's Pac on stage, a uh, rare photo of him confronting the guy in the audience with his fake gold massive Julian. He took us to the back and gave us the exact same speech saying if we ain't down with him to go out there and beat them fools down then we're some punk motherfuckers and we may as well be dead our damn selves oh no i know what he means he's taking the quote before he did it on juice saying that because he's tired of being uh what they call sweated time taking shit off people for no reason but at that point i had to step up and make a point that pack it is fake. What we're going out there to fight them for, man. In the morning, crack a dawn in. Sorry, just got a page. Pack, it is fake. So why are we going to fight for that, man? You've got fake jewelry more than anything else i think he just couldn't handle the disrespect he felt really hurt that some guys put him down pack was ready to beat the fuck out the whole arena if he had to as long as he knew that someone had his back he was down to get down however that particular night we didn't have his back and that even made him madder so Pac was ready to take him all on alone and the thought of that was scary he once again had to be restrained and taken back to the hotel nursed up and some nookie in Birmingham Alabama digital underground was warned by the local sheriff about the obscenity laws but a loud mouth Pac was arrested we were touring through a part of the United States known as the Bible Belt in this particular southern mid and western towns. There were very tough morality laws. Birmingham, Alabama was a spooky little place that night. The people were beautiful. They loved us. It was cool. The place itself 
and the authorities were real trippy. And we were warned backstage not to curse, grab our balls, hunt the floor, or do anything like that, or we were going to the slammer. Digital Underground was in trouble because the first words we said as we came out there is, oh shit, oh shit, let me hear you say fuck it, Digital Underground. In our show, we humped up the blow up dolls on the stage. As you seen uh, them doing it on stage, humping up uh, blow up dolls, sex mannequins, whatever you call them. Fucking weird shit that, to me. That night we came and we said it and we did it. It was wild. We were wild. Why do you have to fuck up blow up dolls when you can just fuck real bitches that are just like 15, 50 times better? I tried with, with it with a blow up doll and it was just, didn't work. Just tell me that for now. I shouldn't be saying this, but it did not work. Tried for two hours. It was the most biggest time wasting bullshit ever so my advice to you never buy a blow up doll because it doesn't work well it doesn't for me anyway we were most of the way into our show and our bodyguard came over and whispered into each and one of our ears you're going to jail tonight we looked eight sheriff deputies were on both sides of the stage so at the end of our show we did the hump the dance and all the opening support acts and even the backstage came out on stage and partied with us normally there were only five of us on stage but at the end of the night there were 30 or so people crowding on stage partying and dancing i took up on myself to taking off my costume because i wasn't going to motherfucking jail i took off and jumped straight into the front of the crowd walked out through the audience so the rest of them fools tried to follow. Shock and Money B were hesitating because they were still on stage rapping, but I weren't waiting. Eventually Shock removed his plastic nose and gear and followed me into the crown, but Pac had to be the last one off stage. When he did jump, he took a wireless microphone into the crowd with him, still rapping. The spotlight was still on him even though in the crowd so the sheriff caught his ass as his leg got caught up on the wire and pulled him back as his leg was on the wire like they just catched a fish and Tupac was the fish and he and they were the fishermen and pulled him by the wire of the microphone the next day we had to bail him out I guess he thought he was going to be in Ebony or Jet Magazine or some shit like that. The fact remained that Pax sought stardom as he found it in a Birmingham jail. In Phoenix, Arizona during a radio promotional stopover, Tupac had sex with eight women in one night. Lucky motherfucker. Pack is one lucky motherfucker. Think of what he did in death row. He had sex with about fucking 16 top-notch bitches in one night. And they'll get to that and how do you want it? Shit. Phoenix, Arizona is a great town. I loved it. It was hot and incredible. The show was one of those radio station summer jam kind shows. We were performing in front of about 60,000 people. 
was free outdoor jam thing, a radio promotion. There was something about that day, hot weather girls wearing little skimpy stuff and celebrities popping pills in dry ass Phoenix. There was ecstasy pills going all through the way. Earlier that day we had checked into our hotel and there was already honeys hanging out the lobby. Pac and I were roommates and I went upstairs to check on my room. He had already checked in and he was there getting down on the bus he had already fucked one girl before sound check so we went to do our sound check and pa picked up another one more freaks at the sound check we went back to the hotel and pack had become this wild man in phoenix arizona i don't know it must have been something about the sun or the desert heat but it was definitely hot up in that hotel room Earlier that day we had checked into our hotel and there were already honeys hanging out in the lobby. Pac and I were roommates and I went upstairs to check my room. He had already checked in and he was getting down. He had already fucked one girl before sound checked. Pac picked up a couple of more freaks at sound checked. We went back to the hotel and Pac had become this wild man in Phoenix, Arizona. Pac had sex with the popular female rapper Yo-Yo as a bonding tactic to get in tight with Ice Cube's camp. One of the biggest things at the time in hip-hop in 1990 was Ice Cube and he just departed from NWA. Cube had gotten Public Enemies producers the Bomb Squad to produce his first solo album the classic America's Most Wanted he was the shit and he was the best rapper in the world at that time and we knew it because Digital Underground had got an advanced copy of America's Most Wanted and we were bumping it on our tour bus it was cool to hear that Cube was going to join us in some spot dates on this tour we were loving it. So, when when Cube arrived, he and the crew, including Lynch Mob, everyone was cool. We noticed he had this field rapper named Yo Yo, and was on some of his stuff. We know Cube and them came from NWA and had a reputation for taking no shit. So when the girl Yo-Yo showed up, a very beautiful woman, very beautiful and rather friendly, I was under the assumption that she was with Cube. All of us were down to back up and respect that, all except from Pac. As it turned out, Yo-Yo was just an artist in Cube's camp. None of us knew that then, but we were down to back off Yo-Yo. Tupac saw it as a perfect opportunity to pursue her and to fuck that bitch. I believe the two of them became very good friends after the night on tour and continued to be very good friends for a while after. I know that everyone regretted not stepping up after Yo-Yo and Pac just beat us all to the punch. In San Diego, California at the end of the tour, Pac sucker punched a local crew member and got Digital Underground's bodyguard attacked. 
One of the things Digital Underground prided itself on was our security and our bodyguard who looked out for us. Our bodyguard was an incredible individual. He was a pro-black herbalist, a martial arts expert, an instructor, a weapon specialist, a strategic military special ops motherfucker who didn't take no shit. Every bodyguard had to bow down to our bodyguard, even S1Ws or public enemies. It was actually got to be funny after a while because every time Digital Underground would hook up with another crew on tour, our bodyguard would end up training their security. Digital Underground had the dopest bodyguard in the business. This man had gone through an entire year of touring with no problems except from San Diego during the sound check. Pat screamed on by one of the local stagehands and in retaliation, Pac decided to punch him in the mouth. So Pac reached out and punched this guy and then he took off running backstage. That didn't sit well with the local crew and the word spread like wildfire through the whole arena. By the end of the night near the last song I noticed a big bunch of Samoan security guards I had ever seen in my life as you know Samoan motherfuckers are big tough rough rugged and raw motherfuckers the Humpty dance there is the part where we sing Samoans and do the Humpty hump but I was jacking off champagne bottles and getting some of these Samoan security cats wet it was crazy I'm not sure but they took offence to it but with Pac sucker punching one of their friends earlier I believe things became compounded. The bottom line was this 6 foot 4 inch 400 pound Samoan like Rikishi. Security cat walked over and punched the shit out of our bodyguard. Our guy didn't even see it coming. As this security attack attacked our bodyguard because Pac had gotten into some shit and our bodyguard stepped in between Pac and the trouble. At the moment a 400 Pound Mamouth Samoan hit our bodyguard, and you had half thought you were watching Terminator with this big motherfucker knocking the shit out of our bodyguard. Our bodyguard didn't even flinch, he took a full blow of a punch and slowly turned his head around, looked at the Samoan, and began chasing him through the entire San Diego arena. On his way, he beat down every Samoan he could get his hands on but especially the one who punched him. All this was due to Pac's antics. Pac was great for starting shit. After the tour was over, Pac destructed the set of the film Juice, constantly fighting, smoking weed. However, he still managed to finish the film and received critical acclaim. So...